0: Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie, and I'm Tommy, and you're listening to Series One, Episode Eight, Faironian Linguistics. All
1: right, Episode Eight. Uh, we actually have some announcements to start this episode with. Yeah. Let's uh, let's start with uh, with you uh, taking on some more DMing beyond, beyond just the podcast.
0: As if I need to do Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but in addition to that, you actually are going to be going to a convention, right? Yes.
0: I am going to uh, be going to Winter Fantasy in Fort Wayne, Indiana this weekend. And I'm going to be running eight different modules uh, in... Four days. So All right. uh, there's a pretty good chance if you're anywhere near there that you could probably come and play. So yeah, come yeah. say hi. Uh,
1: that's that's this weekend, right?
0: Yeah, that's this weekend. Right, so it's, the, the, it's February 3rd to ooh, the F- Super Bowl Sunday. Whatever seventh? that is. Seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually really excited to be going, and I would love to meet anyone who wants to come up and say hi. As for our other announcement... Yeah, so actually we have a giveaway this week. Um, One of our loyal listeners actually donated Elminster's Forgotten Realms, which is uh, written by Ed Greenwood, who is basically the father of Faerun and the larger world of the Forgotten Realms. And it's basically um, the Forgotten Realms from uh, the character Elminster's point of view. And uh, it's a great background for anyone who uh, runs any D&D campaign or any real fantasy setting. And uh, the art in it is great as well.
1: Yeah, it's a really cool looking book. We'll probably, uh, we'll post a picture of it on our Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, 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 do, what do people have to do to enter our sweepstakes?
0: <laughs> so we will be announcing the winner next, Words with the DM. And uh, all you have to do is go on Facebook or Twitter and tell us your favorite moment from the podcast so far. And use the hashtag EssentialNPCs. Uh, and uh, we will be picking a winner uh, at the end of the week, and I think we're going to have the cast sign it too. Yeah, we are actually. Yeah. This thing is really cool, though. Uh, I know my- I kind of don't want to give it away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my understanding is it's like it's got like a lot of like really cool uh, nothing that's necessarily rules based.
0: But no, there are there are zero rules, and there aren't any new classes or anything like that. It's literally the guy who created the Forgotten Realms, uh, basically his thoughts and sketches and. Um, just
1: like a genuine look
0: into the setting yeah, from the guy um, who created it. So there's tons of information in there, like you know when the holidays are, like yeah. what the calendar is and ha- why it's a 10-day for a week instead of seven. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a really great book. If you are into world building at all, excellent resource.
1: Go on uh, social media. Post what was your favorite part of the podcast so far. Hashtag Essential NPCs. And uh, maybe you'll be the lucky winner. Good luck. So I suppose it's time for Words with the DM. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Um, So this is Words with the DM talking about episode seven, Fifty Shades of Purple. Uh, That was a fun episode to play. Hopefully a fun episode to listen. Uh, I will say one one thing right off the bat about it is it kind of like has like a slow start. You know, we're just buying horses. We're just traveling. It's a lot of us moving along and some role playing, which is why it was fun for us to play because we got to like kind of interact as our characters a little bit. And and then like shit goes down and like the, the finale, like the, the end part, like the last like 30 minutes of that episode. So cool. So much fun. Everything that has to do with Robert and the, and the church and all that. It was great.
0: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I um, set the adventure in m- the western half of Feyrun, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's gonna be some travel. I've tried to make it as interesting as possible, but sometimes, just like in real life, you it's gotta just, buy a car. Yeah you, gotta, <laughs> yeah. you just gotta yeah,
1: you just gotta do some shopping, gotta pick out a horse. I love Cisco, by the way. Uh correct me if I'm wrong. I thought I remember you saying at one point, like we were doing all this traveling and you were doing like in fifth edition D D, there's there's rules for like encounters. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, random encounters. Like, you're walking. Every time you travel, like, depending on how long you're traveling, the DM rolls, uh, like, a D20 so many times. And then that, like, determines if, like, you get attacked by bandits or something like that.
0: Uh, Yeah. So that's uh, one of the traveling mechanics that um, it's optional. Mm. Um, And I roll about a third as many times as Uh, uh, the book suggests in the alternate rolls.
1: And I I still found it... uh, Surprising that we didn't we didn't like have any like weird like wolves attack or something. No, like No, that's that.
0: literally the way the um the dice went. Also, I'm actually kind of glad that that happened uh, because I worked really hard to streamline everything so mm-hmm. we can get you where you need to be um, by the time that we're ready to switch to Shadowrun.
1: Mm, yes, and series uh, two Shadowrun.
0: <laughs> um, and so uh, a random encounter could seriously slow that down. That makes sense. There is some buffer. In we there? got
1: some wiggle room.
0: But, um, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you were mentioning dice rolls. Let's go ahead and talk about the, I don't know, what was it, 13 perception tests? On top of the, was it eight before? So we've now made 21 perception tests to figure out where
0: the hell
1: is following us or watching us or I don't even know if it's an it. I have no idea what it is. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. God damn it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) I did roll a 27 to perceive the stone inside the middle of the vortex. Yeah, that was
0: good. (laughs) You didn't need that much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was still, that was, uh, that that encounter was really cool though. Unexpected and very cool.
0: Yeah, actually, um, that was a town that I played in as a player right after I moved to Chicago. Uh,
1: Bringing in a little bit of your homebrew into the podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, it was such a great experience. Um, and I made a lot of really good friends at that table. Um, some of whom I still play with and, uh, I kind of wanted to see what happened after we left. So, um, now we know.
1: So that, that, so, like, maybe <laughs> there's some people out there listening to the podcast that's like, uh, that was me. that was my, I'm the purple gnome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you do know him.
1: Oh, no. Uh, that's going to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What was your favorite part as the DM uh, for episode seven?
0: Well, I really want to give the shady DM answer of I know it's coming next. Fuck you. <laughs> but uh, since I have to confine myself to this episode specifically, episode seven. Fifty Shades of Purple. <laughs> um, I would have to say my favorite part is actually a tie. Oh. So um, as a DM, it was great to come back to this town and um, sort of build out what happened. And some of the characters that you guys meet are uh, characters that I played with when I uh, played there. Yeah, so you were just great. a player. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this and... time you got to return as a god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, but that's solidly tied with um, Covert's amazing turn. Uh, something I did not see coming. I allowed it. Uh, and that is the junior Paladin patch.
1: <laughs> uh, the junior Paladin—that was awesome.
0: You know, he's just got leaflets. And- yeah. <laughs> I
1: like, uh, imagine he has, like, this, like, part of his bag that is just, like, a bunch of, like, Cuthbertine, like,
0: It's also where he keeps his cudgel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Everyone, we meet. And like, so, like, he e- I feel like every episode he's got, like, a new thing. At first it was just, like, cudgel. Then it was, like, oh, here's a book. Oh, here's a leaflet. Oh, yeah. here's a badge. We have a junior paladin order now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I just... um that was something that I didn't necessarily expect, but thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, so it's your turn now. What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you you should have seen it coming. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> somehow
1: uh, I'm always surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what was your favorite part of the episode?
1: I'd say I kind of mentioned it earlier. I'd say my favorite part was the, the Vortex encounter, if you can call it an encounter, because it wasn't like a monster or something we were fighting. <laughs> I liked it because, like, I could see it really clearly in my head. As soon as it happened, like, you you had this perfect level of tension as it went through. So, like, we just, like, we knew we had seconds before this situation that was already bad just got way worse. So that that whole thing, like I said, since the episode kind of was a calm episode Mm -hmm. leading all the way up to that. Yeah. And then a really terrifying experience (laughs) where we were like, oh, shit otherworldly bad shits happening.
0: Yeah, it lulled you into a false sense of security.
1: Yeah. It was a really fun experience and uh, as a player because I felt like you did a really good job of making the danger very apparent and just the mental image, like in the Krethlin falls and slides a little bit and I just like leap onto him and then <laughs> and then Davin leaps on and then Bankard is sitting there holding all three of us on this rope <laughs> and he rolls a natural 20 to fucking pull us out. <laughs> oh my God, it was just, it worked so well. Yeah. Good episode. Good episode. Well done. Well done, you.
0: No, no. Uh,
1: all right. I think with that, words with the DM Hi. can come to a close. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, don't start doing that. <laughs> oh. um, uh, but yeah, really quick just a reminder we had this sweepstakes giveaway. Go on to social media, Twitter, Facebook. Post what your favorite part of the podcast is so far. Hashtag Essential NPCs. That will enter you in, and we'll figure out the winner next week.
0: And in case you forgot, you'll be winning Elminster's Forgotten Realms.
1: Yeah. It's a really cool-looking book. Uh, check it out on, uh, on our Instagram. Uh, we'll have a picture of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, let's, uh, with, with all that, let's charge on forward to Series 1, Episode 8, Faerunian Linguistics. Enjoy! Well met! My name is Oberon Delgado, a termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Bay Basin. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions As is the Bardic Way, I've taken to listening to their stories and, occasionally, even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Creflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough.
2: I'm called Cretlan Partintel, an officer of the clan Thrain Barbarian and Mountain Dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin and I served for two hundred years until they retired me and put me in the fucking Lawmakers Guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me I had to travel with the civilians. Well. I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thin are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travellers, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with me own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear. The one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. I go piss off before I make you eat your teeth.
3: i Bencard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. Barley was killed just because he was annoying. Never felt so hopeless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect. That I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone. If you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two.
4: I'm Darren Draug. They call me The Cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy that Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome, who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning.
0: we left our adventurers, they um, landed in Waterdeep after a fairly harrowing um, airship ride. Uh, They bought some horses and headed out on the open road uh, where they um, ended up in a town that apparently was the last place that Anna Ravenhelm, their quarry, had uh, been seen. They were able to retrieve one of the uh, stones that um, Bryn has been collecting, and now they are in possession of six of them, and uh, now are following Bryn's map to Silvery Moon, the Elven city in the north, to um, see if they can't find out more about what's going on. You wake up.
1: Woohoo! I make us whatever breakfast I can with the amount of food we have left. Oh, I'm so refreshed.
2: I was gonna get some pickles in the last town. God damn it!
1: Oh, it's too late now. Maybe we'll find a pickle tree somewhere. Pickles don't grow on trees, you idiot. I haven't read a book on pickles. I have no idea how they work. <laughs> 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 on the road to
4: an elven city. It's uh, it's been a while. For how me. how
1: are my lessons with uh, an elvish going?
0: Roll a d20. Add your. Intelligence modifier.
1: Uh, so that's a six.
0: Not so great. <laughs> You've been distracted.
1: I have. I've been. I've been actually rather consumed with with the journal I carry with me. Well, your uh, your first three conjugations
4: are doing well. The other nine, uh, we still got to work on, and we haven't even touched the noun declensions <laughs> for the vocative case. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh boy? <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So let's continue on our way. Um, it just out of curiosity though, on the way there I wanna I wanna touch that quarter staff and identify it. Sure. As a ritual. See if uh you know, we have been carrying around this quarter staff for a while. Maybe maybe just, maybe you just reach
4: to... over and you like touch my stick and I'm like, what are you doing? Well <laughs> <laughs> It's I gonna mean, take me i I'm gonna I hold on you to your stick for ten minutes. Maybe <laughs> 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 hey, just like minutes don't speak all? to me.
1: Yeah. Any magical properties to this quarter staff he's been carrying around for like a month almost now? No, nah, it's only been a Yes. Yes.
0: He's apparently collecting all the magical items. Apparently. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Whoops. Sorry about that, guys. Magic is for suckers. Uh,
0: It's cool.
3: I don't need any magical items. Whatever.
0: uh, It is the, um, is an immovable rod. An immovable rod.
2: Nice. All those things are bomb.
1: Oh, we are going to break the world of physics. (laughs) So like it's like when you activate it it just wherever it is, it sticks in place, right? Yes. That's
4: incredibly useful and it would have been real nice to to know about that when we were running away from a giant hell vortex.
2: (laughs) God,
4: Oberon, you asking questions is
2: actually the best thing that has happened to this party. finally ask one that's useful after all this time.
1: Hey, man, I found out about uh, Daren's dagger. That was pretty cool. Oh, right, that guys? So cool. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm uh, really helpful, guys.
2: What's
4: the uh, what's the, Do you know, the command word for it? I should.
0: Uh, there is no command word.
1: Is there like a, a thing you press? There's a button. There's a button. It's this button right here. I'm Why did I never noticed this button. <laughs> uh,
0: it is uh, in between sort of the the for lack of a better term, the branches um, uh, right in, in nestled in between. so you you have to like stick your finger into the branches to make it. It's not a very convenient placement. Now
1: this thing's made out of wood, right? Yes. I'm curious. Shilleli is a bonus action and nowhere in its description does it say anything about the fact that or say anything limiting me on casting it on two items, one in each hand.
0: No, you can only cast it on one. The spell ends if you cast it again or if you let go ah, of the weapon. Cool,
1: excellent, great. Um, then, yeah, I'll just keep my whip then. It all does right. less damage, and you know, but it's, I like it. It's my whip.
0: All right,
4: well, uh, in the meantime, I am more than happy to keep an immovable rod in my right. possession.
0: <laughs> just think of whatever that stick was that you broke.
1: I don't want to think about it.
0: <laughs> or the two you left behind. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so, yeah, traveling along on the road. Just start touching everything,
0: guys. (laughs) So, um, you can either continue north to uh, Neverwinter and then take the northern road east to uh, the Silvery Moon area, or you can cut through the North Pass of the Mountains, which is not a road but a path. Uh, That's the most direct route from where you are now. How much time
1: do we cut if we take the path? It's
0: winter, so. Probably a week.
1: Uh, I think if we're interested in getting there as quickly as possible, we may want to take the road less traveled and uh, go down that path instead of circling through Never- Neverwinter and taking the actual main road. That sounds fine to me.
4: Was there a mark, a circle on Neverwinter? No. Then uh, yeah, let's not get sidetracked, I suppose.
0: Yeah.
1: The only thing that Neverwinter might be able to yield is more information about Enna, but we we're pretty certain where she was seen last... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm I'm picturing the map in my head. We can hit... Wh- what's the place we're going to? Silver?
0: Silvery Moon.
1: Silvery Moon. And then go to the forest that is circled?
0: No, it's the forest and then...
1: Forest, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so we could hit the forest, then Silvery Moon, and then would we be terribly far from Neverwinter to then go to Neverwinter afterwards? I mean, it would
0: still be a week.
1: Right, uh, so... Week,
0: or it would be ten days, so we can
2: always circle
0: back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well I mean we always and if we're going to start hitting these uh, these purple circles that uh Bryn has left on these map on this map, um we we are going to have to circle back and take the main road down to uh, uh back to Waterdeep because there is a circle nearby Waterdeep Waterdeep. Was it uh, Baldur's Gate in between Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep, right in the middle of the the halfway point, right?
0: Mm-hmm. At that
1: castle? Uh,
0: just south of the of Dragonspear Castle.
1: Yeah. So we're going to have to go down south anyways, so we could cut through the road, get to the forest quicker
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then go to Silvery Moon, circle back through, maybe rest in uh, Neverwinter for a night and see if we can ask some questions about Anna's whereabouts, and then head back down south to Baldur's Gate, assuming we survive all of this uh this traveling. Well, I must admit Oberon, that sounds like a pretty airtight plan. All right. this away, guys. <laughs> I'm looking at the map, and <laughs> okay, and head towards uh. The path.
0: The path actually, as it turns out, is uh, a little bit snowed over. Uh, not impassable, but uh, it is slower. You're probably not saving as much time as you initially thought you would, but you are still saving time. It's not going to take you the full 15 days to get there. Okay. Um, you're in the mountains, uh, and. The the path is uh, creepily deserted, but nothing uh, unexpected happens. Or you do pass a, a dwarven settlement uh, in the mountains uh, along the path.
2: I would like to investigate that dwarven settlement. Okay. Is there, are these mountain ranges that I would recognize?
0: Uh, I'm not sure that the Thryn ever stayed here, but if you were ever an emissary of any kind, you probably made it out this far.
2: Um, not like an emissary. But but
0: like if you went to other kingdoms or whatever, uh, you probably have been here before.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say maybe.
0: Okay. So the last time you were here, uh, it was a very large settlement. Mm -hmm. Um, however, now it's, uh, it's only got about 25 people living in the caves here. Uh, it's, uh. It seems that all of the um, mining and and all that that happened um, here sort of dried up a few years ago. Hmm. But they do uh, welcome you in because it's always nice to uh, have a a member of the Thrin around and uh, your friend Adric is actually still there. Adric,
2: that's a name I haven't heard in how many years?
0: Uh, Probably seven, eight.
2: Eight, eight, years, right.
0: I've heard you were dead.
2: What, <laughs> how many times have you heard that in your life?
0: Well, quite a few. Ah. What are you doing here? Have you come to visit us?
2: Oh, not in so many ways. We are uh, on a journey, just passing through, I suppose I should say.
0: Where are you passing from?
2: Our journey started, I suppose, in Baldur's Gate. It's uh, It's been a good, good travel. We're uh, trying to find a friend, I suppose.
0: A specific friend, or just anybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, um, you know, you won't believe this, but I'm actually
0: looking for a uh, half-elf. An elf? Aye. And you're spending time with another? Aye. Uh, It's not his fault. You are a, a changed dwarf. Friend. I've spent, uh, a few years
2: on the road in between our last meeting, and, uh, my mind has been slightly opened a tiny crack to these uppity creatures.
0: <laughs> well, it's always nice to see you here.
2: Likewise, Adrien, likewise.
0: Uh, you're welcome to stay the night. We'll water and feed your horses, if you like. Otherwise, uh... You're welcome to stay.
1: What do you say, lads? You want to spend uh, a night here? Yeah. Travel on in the morning? been rather cold tonight. I would like to Mm. stay in shelter. That'd be great. Perfectly Uh, fine. Maybe pick up some ingredients for the road. Aye. Is uh,
2: Adrin from a specific clan?
0: He's a gold dwarf.
2: A gold dwarf?
1: Gold. And he's a mountain dwarf, too. He's a mountain dwarf, yeah. Adrin, is it right? Adrin. Um, uh, I was wondering if... uh, uh, in addition to room and shelter if you uh, if you had like a, a small stock of uh, apples i could borrow my my horse is rather partial to them not borrow sorry have <laughs> buy well. them would you you're in a dwarf community now <laughs> right. laddie
0: well if you like a barrel of apples sure.
1: a barrel's a bit too, a bit much we're we're travelling light but i'll i'll take a, a dozen or so
0: sure all we've got is the the winter stock so there's that
1: well
2: tell me tell me uh it's actually been years since i've tried uh the uh, gold dwarven fare of uh, pickled apples. Have you got any fresh stock of those?
0: That I do. And he like goes and he goes through, rummages through his own personal stock and he tosses you one. Ah! Oh!
2: How's that? Incredible! Here, try this. And I hand uh, it over to Oberon. Uh,
1: oh, sweet! <laughs> nice. You wouldn't expect it, eh? I take a, another bite and I hand you the rest.
2: And I eat, eat the whole thing in one bite, including the core. Okay.
0: Okay. Delicious. It'll be five silver right. for your bag of apples.
1: I appreciate it. And so does Sisko. <laughs> oh, my horse.
0: Right. Well, I'm glad to make your. You, you get used to him, Adrian. You get used <laughs> to him. He's the oh, chicar- yeah, right chipper in, lad. Uh, he talks to you in Dorvish. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a bit weird, huh?
2: I've been travelling with him for far too long. I've gotten used to it. Ah. What
1: do you, what do you think they're saying about me,
2: guys? Oh, probably oh.
3: perfectly
4: nice things. You're a perfectly nice young man.
3: Nothing but good things, I'm sure. Thank
4: you, guys. I
2: That's continue in So the rest of these fics are a little strange as well, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> prepare yourself. This one talks about a saint uh, pretty much constantly. Uh, this one, well, you can see. Uh, <laughs> <Elf>. Pointy <laughs> ears. Look <laughs> how pointy his ears are.
0: <laughs> Even with your strange company, I, uh, I'm happy to have you here.
2: I thank you, Adrian.
0: I've got to go uh, down in the mines, but uh, it's my shift, but you're welcome to stay here as long as you like. Thank you. And uh, he uh, doesn't even say bye to your friends, and just <laughs> like leaves. Yep. Oh, he pops his head back in. The ale's in the back, don't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shuts the door. And, like,
2: you heard him, trying not to finish it. And I go back, and I pour everybody glass, <laughs> And I pour myself, too. All
1: right. <laughs> All right, and so rest up and head out at first light. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so uh, you stay overnight uh, you, and then you travel. Uh, oh, I
4: snag a pack of pickled apples to take along with me. <laughs> and, and during my extra four hours tonight, I'm going to put the immovable rod up. I'm going to press the button. And while everyone is asleep, I'm going to practice like gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> okay. So you guys head out. Uh, Bankard, um, Oki tells you all about how weird dwarven ponies are, uh, as you, as you travel. Um, you guys, uh, make it out of the mountains okay. Uh, a little frostbitten, but generally all right. Um, and you come out. That's usually cured. (laughs) And you come out, uh, to the forest. Ooh, it's pretty. The, the forest is, uh. Old, an old forest. Um, you, you know it as the High Forest. Uh, it is the oldest elven forest that you know of uh, outside of the Feywild. Ah, it is where the green elves first made their start.
4: It feels like I'm on a pilgrimage if uh, I had come here on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, uh, is it mostly high elves around here? or
1: uh,
0: A bit of both.
1: Okay. And the circle is like right on Silvery Moon, right?
0: The wait,
1: there was another circle in this forest. Oh, there. wait, that's no, right. Forest. We're stopping in this forest because yeah. the circle's there. Right. I keep thinking Silvery Moon is. Uh,
0: the, the forest had the X and Silvery Moon had the. Had uh, the so Moon. we believe
4: there's already been
1: one.
0: Uh, it's it's not the X that you've been to. It's a different X. It's the big okay. black X that it's had still the, worth
1: investigating. Then yeah, if it's on our way.
0: So there was basically the symbols that you guys are working with at the moment uh-huh. are the purple circles and then the big like black X's <clears> and then the sort of like crossed out X's. Um, the crossed out X's are where you and Bryn uh, had been, okay. and then the big black X's. There are two. There's one in the Cormir Forest and then or Condath Forest, and then there's one in the high forest. Well,
1: that sounds promising. All right. Kind of into the forest, roughly where the X
4: leads? Sure. Do I know of any uh, particular landmarks to be on the lookout for? Uh,
0: well, you know that the grandfather tree is in here, which is like the first tree kind of thing, Oof. according to Elf lore. Okay. Um,
4: so I, I kind of want to go there, but I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of.
1: Do I know that the grandfather tree is here?
0: Uh, roll to see if you've ri- read a book about elf elf lore because it's mostly in Elvish so uh, mm, and I can't not. read
1: Elvish uh, which would explain why uh, what is this an in- intelligence or history or what? Uh,
0: yeah you could do history 12 no yeah you've never heard of it
1: yeah I don't know guys <laughs> so writing writing on in our Elvish lessons I'm gonna
4: like teach you the words for like all the different types of trees <laughs> and all <God>. their declensions <laughs>
0: So um, as you enter the forest, uh, Darren, you feel sort of like a stir in your soul, like like something intrinsically about you is drawn intrinsically to this place.
4: Having an okay time.
2: <laughs>
0: you know that um, the high forest is uh, There are small woodland, uh, elfish communities. They're small, generally considered to be nomadic. And uh, you know that what elves are are the, the elves of the day in this part. When you get to Silvery Moon, it's more a, a bit of both. hmm
4: So like as as I'm getting deeper into this forest, I guess I feel my like urge to visit the grandfather tree while I'm here grow a little bit. And eventually I just blurt out oh, we should visit the grandfather tree. <laughs>
1: the grandfather tree? What's that?
4: Well, Uh, uh, the grandfather tree is believed to be the first tree ever in elven lore. God. What? Well, if you heard about uh, the first mountain ever, wouldn't you want to visit that? (laughs) The first mountain
2: is a real thing,
4: though. Well, maybe the first tree is a real thing. The
2: tree is so young and inexperienced. Not the grandfather
4: tree. (laughs) The grandfather tree is old and very experienced.
1: I would love to see the grandfather tree. Look at that. We got two
4: votes for the grandfather what tree. What do you think, card?
3: Oh, card come now. I would love to see the... God, God oh,
4: damn it, no. oh. For the, for the grand... What a waste tree. of time. Well, let's waste our time a little bit. I think we've earned it. I, I I, mean, maybe uh could be educational. Maybe we'll find a stone there. I don't know.
1: To the grandfather tree.
0: Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you guys uh head into the forest and uh wisdom saving throw from everyone who's not an elf.
1: Oh. Oh no. cards <laughs> 11.
2: Oh, you lord. Uh mine
1: is 3. Uh natural 1 for over
0: My <laughs> dice are bad. <back. laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so uh something is making you not want to enter uh, to you, Darren. Um, it's welcoming and inviting. And as uh, the the sun sets, um, fairy lights come out. It's very like Fae and Sylvan. Um, as the as the sun goes down, for the rest of you, um, it gets dark and creepy as shit. <laughs> <sighs> that's um, the technical term. Is
1: it? Do I have the idea that possibly I'm being affected by some kind of magic that is causing this fear? Is it, is it fear that I'm feeling?
0: It's like a, a feeling of uneasiness. It's not like you want to, like, run away. It's just like, I don't know. Should we be here? Uh, you know, okay. sort of like that niggling at uh, the back of your neck kind of thing. You're okay. not, like, scared, but you're not comfortable.
1: I'm not scared, guys. What are you doing? T- uh, let's just keep going. <laughs> uh, I do go rather loudly, cutting into the darkness. I don't see very many trees. I haven't seen very many trees. Uh, uh, I grew up in, in a desert, you know. So, um, it's, they're really big and uh, dark. Very dark. I never even thought about that. You know, in the desert, it's always really open and sunny. And, uh, yeah. Uh, is- you guys are with me.
4: Just enjoy the silence. He sounds... Are you all right, Darren? You sound really happy.
2: I don't know. It's just... What is you know, that smile plastered across your face? Sometimes when you come home, it's not as bad as you expected. You're really ugly when you smile. You know that? Yeah, I do.
4: That's <laughs> why I try not to do it. But you know, we should keep sometimes it's not about pleasing the grumpy dwarf in your party.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just about
4: letting the uh, letting the moon shine in. And uh, yeah,
1: continue forward. So uh,
0: as you go further into the woods, uh, the non-elves, um, f- you feel like you're being watched. Uh, not in like a nefarious way, just like people are looking at you. There are no people around, though, that you can tell. You uh, get probably a little over a mile into the woods, maybe maybe two, and uh, it's dark enough that you know that it's night and you should probably camp.
3: I say to my horse, yeah, way too happy.
4: (laughs) Uh, We're just, we're
0: surrounded
4: by life, and it's really nice to go home without going to your actual home. (laughs) Because it feels nice, but you don't have any of the terrible memories.
3: Or the bounties? What? Bounties? No.
4: My parents are just disappointed in me.
3: (laughs) Ouch. I think I'd rather the bounty.
4: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I have some bounties somewhere. But I don't need bounties to feel validated. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's probably a good time to camp.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's set up. Go for watch, Darren. You seem chipper enough to take first watch. I'll take second. Uh, I'll go third. Third, Krypton. Yeah.
0: Okay. would you roll perception, Darren?
1: I
4: would. Eleven. Um, Having a good time.
0: Okay. Having so time. so uh, as you. Uh, keeping watch. You're, you know, sort of like feeling very comfortable. Your your awareness is up, but not focused, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, you don't notice until you feel the tip of the arrow in the back of your neck, uh, just pressing in a little bit. Hello, can I help you with something? Why have you entered this forest with non It's all right. You're not with welcome me. here.
4: Look. I'm telling you, everything is all right. They're with me. They're not going to harm anything.
0: The High Forest is a sacred place and you've brought unholiness with you.
4: Unholiness, perhaps. But I'm keeping close watch on them and I want you to know that we're here on very important business. We're looking for a friend of ours who happens to be half-elven herself. We think she may have come through here. And we're looking to save her from something much unholier than the likes of mere mortals.
0: You know not what you carry. Do you?
4: No, I don't. Do you?
0: We can feel it. It is not welcome here.
4: Then we'll be on our way. We were thinking of taking a pilgrimage to the Grandfather Tree and seeing if we could find and expel any of this unholiness that may still be here.
0: The the um, arrow, you know, is <laughs> removed. And do you turn around? Yes. <laughs> okay. And uh, you see four elves, the woman you've been talking to, uh, another woman to her right, and then two men on either side um they're uh, dressed in head to toe like you know legit wood elf full wood elf <laughs> yeah regalia and i
4: just look like a city elf
0: <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> i know i look like i don't belong but the woods are in fact my original ancestral home and uh this presence you can feel uh we believe there may be some of it tainting these woods as well we've come to get rid of it if we can
0: well we cannot let you leave Without you seeing the red lady and speaking with her, we must take you there. We will come for you in the morning. Do not leave. I won't. And they withdraw into the trees, <laughs> and you don't see them. It's mm. like they meld back into the trees. I could, I could do
4: that if I felt like it. <laughs> I, uh, I wake, uh, I wake Oberon up for who is who is on second uh, watch. I was on second watch. All right, I wake Oberon up for second watch. Hey. uh... Yeah, I think there might be some elves lurking around here. Uh, Don't worry about it. They're not going to hurt you. But uh, we might uh, maybe visit them tomorrow morning. Oh,
1: I would love to visit elves. That sounds really fun. Great. (laughs) Make sure you vote for that when I float it. (laughs) I I was thinking about our voting system. There's four of us. If there's a tie, I don't know what we're going (laughs) to do.
4: I guess we'll ask uh, Bankart's horse.
1: Good call. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I post up for, for okay. my watch.
0: Nothing happens? Cool. Awesome. I hang out. All right. Uh, uh, who's up
1: next? Wake up band card for his. Uh, huh? Hey, it's, you're up, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a little shut-eye, too, man. Here <laughs> uh, All
3: right. So I sleepily rise from my bedroll or whatever and start watching.
0: Okay. Nothing in particular happens. Um, and uh, morning rises, and as the sun rises, a little bit of the unease also uh, dissipates from you guys.
1: You know what? The forest doesn't look that bad. It's
2: actually kind of pretty. Still looks like a little shite to me. Well, you're going to see a
4: little more of it before we leave.
3: (laughs) It's just creepy at night. That's that's all it is.
4: Uh, I happened to do some parley with some elves last night. Did what? Some parley with some elves. and Elves are uh, around here. Yes, elves live in this forest. Would you believe oh. it?
1: <laughs>
4: and uh, it looks like uh, we're going to visit uh, visit one of my uh,
2: enclaves. Oh, well, that um, wasn't part of the deal. I no, thought we were going to go see our no. stupid tree and then well, leave. Well, we
4: visited a dwarf cave, so oh. now we're going to visit an elf home. It's only
1: fair. Hey, I mean, we we entered into their territory. If they want to, uh, uh, if they want to meet with us, they have the right. Plus, it's only they fair. S- they
4: seem to imply that they might know something about these stones. Oh, oh, all right. Fair. <laughs> look. Ordinarily, I'd agree with you, but uh, what? Well, not one of you ever agreed with me. Well, I, I must admit, I'm not openly fond of the haughtiness of my own kind however uh, at this at this juncture they may know something that we don't and uh, it would be wise to maybe respect them in their own home
1: where they have lots of bows and arrows right i mean it's it's you know it's you're you're a guest in someone's home you you treat them with respect regardless uh, that's of the throne custom i believe some kind of hospitality rule of being
4: a
2: guest i don't know mm. Well, in the Thrin custom, if you have a guest in your own home, then the host provides all of the comforts, and I don't see any of those comforts around here of your elven friends, so I assume that we are not necessarily friendly to them.
0: Roll perception.
2: All of us, Yeah. Five. <laughs> 23 from there.
4: 21. Natural
1: one for Oberon. <laughs> <laughs> you really I are think. back.
0: <laughs> so, uh, as Creflin is on high alert, he notices, and and Darren, as you're in your natural element, you notice, and the humans don't notice. <laughs> uh, a cadre of elves uh, step out of the trees. Some of them actually step out of trees uh, and uh, and appear. Sort of not surrounding you, but definitely, you know, on the outskirts of your of your little settlement. That <coughs> you-
2: ah, I raise up my mall. Good morning. Please <laughs> <Hello>. don't.
0: <laughs> if you're done with uh, trying to convince your allies, who whom you say have no threat to us, they look pointedly at <laughs> Kreslin, uh and his raised mall. <laughs> uh, will uh, the the lady of the wood is eager to see you. Can As Ratham, I am
1: her, of course. We're, we're going to go see the lady of the wood. There's world. always some
2: lady of the wood, some lady of the water. I put my arm uh, around Don't Treffer. worry
3: about my friend here. He's he's mostly grumpy.
0: Uh, your horses will uh, be taken care of. Uh, we go on foot from here.
1: Uh, uh, Cisco likes apples, just so you know.
0: I know, he told us. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's good. <laughs> and I pat my horse and I kind of like... I just making him rile him up a little bit for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so they lead you through the woods. I am Mariel Sandren. I am the leader of this little party that came upon yours. As we walk, uh, I would like to ask you a few questions about how you came into your, your possession of um, whatever it is that we can feel. <laughs> you
2: told them.
4: It's an honor to meet you, Mariel. My name is Darren (laughs) Drowb. Fantastic. And, uh, well, I must admit, uh, I've been looking for these stones for a while, and uh, I've only just recently found these. We're not sure exactly what they do, and we're hoping, if you know what they do, that you can inform us. But uh, we're actually trying to keep them out of uh, uh, nefarious hands at
1: the moment. So so you're speaking in common, but with that
4: accent? No, I am speaking elvish. Okay.
1: Just making sure. And when I see, yeah, yeah usually in that accent, yeah, yeah. I will be speaking out. Gotcha, I figured, but I just wanted to check because otherwise I would cop it. <laughs> <laughs> how much of this do you understand with your training? Uh, probably none. <laughs> <I> <laughs> hear Is like, there are
0: there any numbers, maybe letters? Yeah, I hear like
1: I'm. <laughs> you know, and I, you, I know, I can speak it. <laughs> yeah, Vanguard knows what's up. Yep. Oh, oh, wait, that's cool. Uh, as, as we're walking, I'm going to cast tongues on myself, mm-hmm. which allow, uh, gives me the ability to understand any spoken language and furthermore allow anyone to understand my spoken language
0: mm, Interesting As you cast, they uh, notice take note, but don't um, say anything uh, All right. so, It lasts for an so hour so now, You, don't, uh,
4: you can... don't object to arcane casting do you?
0: No, it is what we do mostly.
4: Very good well, uh. My friend is actually quite well studied in them. Thank you. I appreciate it. Whoa! Whoa.
1: <laughs> what did you cast? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a spell that I... I, I quite I, impressive.
2: <laughs> what the fuck are you all saying? Actually,
1: you can understand me. Oh, uh, To you, it right, sounds like Dwarvish. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, for sure. What,
2: what? What are you talking about like that for? How did you learn to talk like that? Don't worry about it. I can't. I cannot do a Scottish <laughs> <like that.
1: laughs>
2: Your yes. accent's a little off, but I understand what you're saying. It's a little off, yeah. I've got so many accents, I've got to switch between.
1: <laughs> it's a little off, yeah, but you you understand.
2: <laughs> it's like
1: Cockney Russian. Yeah, I'm, I'm so bad. I'm bad with, like, most accents, and Scottish might be one of my worst, so
0: I'm oh um, with uh, Okay, so back on track. Yes. Uh, you as you uh walk, you're actually joined by a number of uh woodland creatures like uh, centaurs and and things um it seems uh, your your pres your squirrels <laughs> squirrel uh, uh it seems that your presence has been felt throughout the forest, and people are sort of coming to to see what's going on
4: look we're the main event <laughs> uh,
2: as usual uh, I love
0: she it. says this. In Carmen, the the red lady, um, she's going to want to speak with you first, probably in public, uh, and then she'll take your private audience. Um, Uh. She's not afraid, um, but she is concerned that you've brought this in. I've not seen her as troubled as this for quite some time. I would hold fast to whatever it is you all possess. Well,
4: I will try to assuage her fears. Likewise.
0: <laughs> also, be careful. The uh, elves in the high forest are not all united. And while we are giving you safe passage, others may not once you leave us.
4: Well, thank you for your warning, and thank you for being peaceable with us. We do
0: appreciate it. It was not my decision, but you are welcome. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you walk up and it's, um, it's an elvish city, uh, small, uh, but it looks permanent carved out of the trees. And, uh, there's a, a woman, uh, dressed, uh, in an, an elven woman, uh, dressed in, um, red flowers and leaves sort of woven together to make an outfit. And she's also got, uh, brass colored hair, which is unusual for an elf, Mm. um, that's uh, that goes down to about her waist. Uh,
4: pardon me if this is a gauche question, but how old does she look?
0: Um, <laughs> you can't tell, not really. But with the reverence everyone's giving her, she's probably pretty old. I'm
4: gonna roll for crush. <laughs> roll for crush. All right, nah. I got a ten.
0: You got you crushing a little bit there, mm, <laughs> halfway. <laughs> um, okay, so as you uh, come up your escort stops uh, but sort of indicates that you guys should go ahead
4: i step forward
0: welcome friends and she has perfect common accent there's no touch of like elvish at all
4: oh thank you uh, what is the traditional like elvish custom for like respectful greeting
0: bowing i do it i do know. it Good I do to you <laughs> that's racist uh, <laughs> <laughs> um
4: uh, Thank you for safe passage through these woods so far.
0: You're welcome. I uh, have to admit the moment that you and your companions uh, entered our woods, it was quite disconcerting. You have in your possession something that I don't understand, but have felt before, and I should like very much to speak with you about it. While in this forest, you are under my protection... That does not protect you from everything in the forest, but no elf, no centaur, no unicorn shall harm you. There are unicorns.
4: (laughs) Thank you. That is much appreciated. We are happy to inform you with whatever we know about what we have brought into the forest, and we are happy to take it out of the forest.
0: And uh, she addresses the rest of um, the gathered populace uh, in Elvish. Thank you for your peaceable escort. Oof. These people are under my protection and shall not be harmed.
4: She's being nice to us. She's Come saying her. that we're gonna you,
0: you must protect them with your lives, for what they hold must not be taken from them. And there's like a rustle <laughs> through the crowd, and then, she says, and then she says to you, this way, please.
1: I whisper a translation to Kreflin. To <laughs>
0: Hmm, thanks. (laughs) Um, Now you know. I follow. (laughs) Uh, So then she invites you in.
3: My, Crethlin, this must be quite frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not understand me?
2: (laughs) 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 He's mocking you, lad. (laughs) Better watch yourself, lad. I've got a pick that'll pierce right through that armor.
0: Uh, So uh, you guys uh, enter into her private chamber uh, or like residence and she offers you uh, a drink. She doesn't have anything in front of her so she so she asks like, uh, what is it that you would like? Anything. Any mulled wine, any mead, any ale? Uh, she like does a conjuring motion and all three appear. Oh, these are mine, thank you.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll have what he's having.
0: She conjures that as well. <laughs> After thank you, slav- ma'am. Nah, look.
4: <laughs> I'll have your favorite.
1: Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Brown <Mortis. laughs> So,
0: uh, she conjures a, a bottle of, uh, a, a bulbed bottle with a long spout uh, and she pours it into small cups for you guys.
4: Oh, I haven't had this in ages. <laughs> um. What is it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it's an elvish, wine concoction. It's, uh, sweet and spicy.
4: Mm. Interesting. Mm. Mm. The flavor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, she sits down, pours herself a very small glass of what she conjured, and, uh, what is it that you carry?
4: I must admit, we don't know ourselves. We're only, uh, trying to gather these because we believe that, uh, Someone with ill intent is trying to do it at the same time, and we want to keep it out of their hands.
0: Yes, I know it is who it is you speak of.
4: Really? Can you tell us? You said you've felt this before? Yes. Anything you can tell us would be immensely helpful.
0: About 300 years ago, there was a man, an elf, who was a very trusted confidant... But when our cities were ransacked by orcs and then dwarves and then goblins, and we couldn't protect ourselves, we were forced back into the forest. And this man called Reverian Elator.
1: We've heard that name before. Aye, we have. You heard it when we were in. Uh, I'm sure, that's true. When we were in um, the manor, uh, rescuing Enna.
2: Oh, that was one of the things that I heard through the door. Yeah. But only I heard that. You yeah. said it, though. You said it out loud.
0: You, you said there were three I, things that you heard, and, you and then you could two, only remember right? two, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Reverean was, was one of them.
2: Good, yes. Oh, I remember that. I remember hearing that thing. He, Apparently one of my companions has heard this name before. I, is that the only... Wait, is she speaking in Elvish? Or is yeah, she speaking? she's speaking in common.
0: Oh, okay, great, yeah. He is a great mage and a great protector of kind but his years of desire for safety and paranoia have driven him to the depths that peaceable, sensible elves will not go. He tried to raise the elven armies without consent of the council to take the north back from the humans and other non fei that have inhabited our traditional homelands.
4: And he used the stones to do so?
0: No. When he... I don't know he may have the feeling this uneasy pulling and pushing sensation this this festering feeling accompanied much of his magic. Um, we were able to stop him and banish him from these woods. He and his wife and their children. We haven't heard from him since, but I do not doubt that his intentions are the same as they have been. He was made a zealot of the worst kind from persecution, driven mad by the loss of his family, his original family.
4: Well, then it's possible he's become active again recently. We encountered this stone, uh, uh, one uh, more recent uh, stone in a church within the confines of a summoning circle uh, where the undead had recently been raised.
0: Do Uh, Do you have this stone? We do. May, may I see it?
1: I look over at Dayra. She may know something. I present the stone.
0: May May I have it?
1: I look at the party. You don't wish to I keep it, do you?
0: No, I I simply want to utilize it to see if, if what I believe it is, is true.
1: I hold it out for her. Um, Can I try and see if she's lying? Yeah, sure, roll insight. Also, same here. I've
0: sure, done. everyone roll insight. <laughs>
1: uh
2: 20 for bank Okay. Uh 20 unnatural for me. Okay. 14 for
4: Oberon. Okay. And 7 here.
0: <laughs> you trust her. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. Um so uh, there's a definite tone of worry in her voice. She doesn't seem to want it for any nefarious deed. She's anxious to to basically get answers oh. as far as you can tell. Uh, she doesn't seem to be like snatch snatcher, and then I mean, you've yeah. seen how powerful she is, right? And we're so we're, you we might don't really as have a well choice. Yeah, be yeah, able right.
3: to. I present the stone to her. All, all we ask is that whatever you find out, please share with us.
0: Of course. So uh, she reaches out and uh, she uh, looks at it, looks at the dwarvish, uh, and then turns it over and looks at the elvish. And uh, have you have you read this?
4: When we read it, it just appears as gibberish.
0: It's Abyssal, written in Elvish.
3: Oh, shit. I don't say that in character, but...
4: <laughs> uh, that, you know, that, that explains why do. it came out as... Do
0: not say those Abyssal. words here.
3: Oh, oh, oh
4: Let me I'm see terribly it, then. sorry.
0: <laughs> it, it literally just says, the Abyss will rise.
3: Okay, I can read Abyssal. Glad we did not go yeah, in what that what portal. What about the other stones? What do they say? I'll uh, look at them later. Sure. Oh, why didn't I think of this?
0: And she hands it back. it back to you. I would be very careful with those stones. If it has a plain name on it, it it could have come from there.
4: Now, we believe that there may be one in this forest. Another. In fact, we came here to specifically to retrieve it. Have you felt any presences like this in the forest? Or have you seen a, perhaps a dark-haired half-elven woman named Enna pass through here any time recently. Enna. You you know her?
0: Well, there's only one half-elf I know named Anna.
1: Anna Ravenhelm.
0: Ravenhelm? No. Elator. Aliena Elator.
4: Saint Cuthbert in heaven.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bankard shoots you a dirty look. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what, should I... Can I not use that in vain? Sorry, uh, <laughs> we know her as. Typically, Anna Ravenhelm.
3: calling upon his beard in this situation is well, acceptable.
4: <laughs> well, then perhaps that's a good thing that she doesn't go by that name. Perhaps she has forsworn her father. Then it's true. We're we're looking for uh, for this um, particular elven daughter. We believe that she may. In fact, it would make a lot of sense if she were involved in the fight against her father. She could be a valuable ally.
0: I have not seen her for many years, not since she was a small child, when she went by the name of Enna, before her father was banished.
4: Oh, my. How old is she? How many years ago was that?
0: 250.
4: We sure she's half-elven? That's what we were told. (laughs) Interesting. Well, thank you for that much information, at least. Now, to the to the other matter. Do you know anything about uh some stone like this being brought into this forest? I thought I felt an urge to visit the grandfather tree, although perhaps that's just the elf in me calling. That is it. your
0: elven blood stirring. <laughs> you have been denying it for many, many years. Huh.
4: You see through me.
0: It is not hard, Darren Draug. Damn.
4: Well, I try to maintain an aura of mystery.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> the uh, place where I think you would probably start to look would be the, uh, the Cursed Ruins of Kars.
4: Yeah, Cursed uh, Ruins sound about like what we're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that doesn't sound
1: too far off course. <laughs> hmm, Cursed Ruins.
0: They are, um, two days south of here, uh, just on the edge of the forest. I can f- provide guides for you to the point, but I will not send my people there.
4: We understand and we appreciate whatever aid you can provide. Can I ask you for
2: one more favor? Yes. A sack full of this mulled wine is absolutely delectable.
0: Of course, Dwarf. Excuse me?
2: Not,
3: not now, Crithly. Please, technically. Please no. What did you call me, last? <laughs> no, lass? please,
0: please you no. You and your red hair, you must no. be half <laughs> Dwarf yourself. Please, please no. <laughs> Are you not a Dwarf?
2: Do you not see me? I'm only... Almost as tall as this bloke over here. I'm obviously a mountain dwarf. You're not too far from the mountains, you've seen them around. Graveling. You
4: understand his kind, he's very
2: sensitive. Sensitive! I said fucking that in English. English.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to her?
0: <laughs> he merely told me I, that
4: I just told I just told her that you are a mountain dwarf and then you I told a, her that. You don't need to that. Be any. You are a proud people who are who it loves your heritage as much as we elves love your. You mocking me. No, of course not. Uh, what a ridiculous for uh, the suggestion.
1: You fucking play it. I'm just staring at her wide eye <laughs> like jaw slack, like I don't know how to help.
0: <laughs> I always thought the uh dwarven people were uh more about their dwarven heritage than the fighting among themselves. I'm sorry that I have offended you. I uh Did believe that you were more open to your own kind than perhaps you are, and that is my fault. I apologize.
3: (laughs) I think he just likes to be angry.
0: Did you say that in Elvis? In Elvis,
4: (laughs) (laughs) he also likes uh, sacks of mulled wine.
0: (laughs) Uh, She responds, "That's all dwarves, dear. (laughs) I laugh. (laughs) In Elvis, some (laughs) some mulled wine. We will, I will happily provide you with some wine. Uh. Unless you would not like it now.
2: It's free wine. I understand that. I accept your humble apology, lass. (laughs)
0: Uh, um, And then she turns to Daeron. I would recommend you not eschew your elvish heritage so much, my dear elves.
4: Uh, I have no response to that. (laughs) I, I kind of mumble something and like yeah, And uh yeah,
0: then yeah. uh <laughs> basically says like we'll provide what we need what you need. There you are. Go.
1: Tell
4: um, me how to live my life.
1: <laughs> on our on our way to the uh to the cursed ruins, uh Bancard. Yes. You said you might actually be able to make sense of these stones?
3: I can translate abyssal, yes. I'll have to translate it from Elvish.
1: Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have he to like also read the He also speaks Elvish. He oh. speaks Elvish and Abyssal. Oh, that's oh. quite useful.
2: And he just never looked at the stone? That yeah, he was. just <laughs> never really examined the stone. That's great.
3: I just took your guys' word for it. And <laughs> you guys were like, yeah, it's just gibberish. Like, okay. um, and anyways, and, and yeah. she's like, oh, it's like, Let's
4: present right one stone man. at a time. Oh, do, and do we have guides? Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: So you guys are... Being guided out, uh, your horses meet you about halfway, uh, being led by some centaurs. And uh, oh, centaurs!
2: Uh, Do they say anything about the centaur tail that I have hanging
1: off of my pack? Oh, that's right. He does have a centaur tail.
0: <laughs> 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 they don't like you very much. Um,
4: Boy, you're just making friends everywhere you go. Aren't it's a it?
0: gift. <laughs> Uh,
1: it's yeah. a gift. You told me you took that from the center. Uh, <clears throat>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys had, uh, so the, the first one you look at, um, what other languages do you speak? So,
3: I speak Common, Elvish, Celestial, and Abyssal. Okay,
0: so you can only read two uh, of the stones. Mm, wow. from
2: a different uh, plane. Oh,
0: snap! Wait,
2: maybe that's why there are 12 of them.
4: That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> one
0: in Celestial and one in Abyssal? Yes.
3: Oh. And uh,
0: ah. which one do the I one have? that's in Celestial says, uh, uh, Mount Celestial uh, comes.
1: Mount Celestial...
0: Comes.
4: Comes. Hey, uh, d- does anyone here happen to know the 12 languages of the planes? Like, what I they know are? I of them. No, 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 oh. no. What? Which languages are spoke spoken where? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know. Infernal is spoken in hell. <laughs> Abyssal in the abyss. That seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there is there some kind of lore to roll to know?
3: Might I know?
2: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, wait, you wait all and, can. You all can check. It.
3: Wait, couldn't he translate with tongue?
1: No. Um, that's spoken, that's right? That's only spoken word. I don't have, uh, I don't have the, the magic that allows me to Reading
2: read eyes.
0: any
1: written Boy. language. What are you good for?
0: Get out.
2: Uh, wait, what are we using? History? Arcana?
0: Uh, you would roll, oof. Uh, yeah, I guess history if you have it. Otherwise, it's oh, just intelligence. Man.
4: Makes me oh, mourn for, for the linguistic skill. Uh, 22 for Oberon. Uh, 20 like from Daryn. 18 for Krythlum
0: guys, they're so smart.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're just naming languages. <laughs> the languages of the plains.
0: You, uh. uh Eleven. Uh, so you know Abyssal and celestial, Um, and uh, you wow. all figure it out and write it down. Oberon, yeah. you put it in your back, and yep. I'll get you that list later. <laughs> when I write it all out, because I'm not just gonna tell you now. We'll do it, we'll do it for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all of
1: them relate to the. We're figuring out where the planes are. The languages are spoken. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So we get to the cursed ruins, I suppose? Uh,
0: so yeah, you get up to sort of a point where the green tall trees uh, around you start to turn like a brownish, blackish color, and uh, you can see a ruined <coughs> uh, castle uh, up on top of a hill. Um, as you've walked one of the... Uh, Centaurs has uh, told you that uh, this was um, the, uh, the seat of a, a great never Neverese, which is Neverwinter, um, wizard named Carsis, who uh, sought to uh, claim uh, godhood by stealing the uh, goddess of magic um, and brought this spell plague. To the world, which you remember the end of Darren. Oh, and yes. actually Credlin as well.
1: Ooh. Oh, you both lived through the Spell Plague. I have so many questions for you.
4: <laughs> uh, here, uh, read this hundred, uh, read this like two hundred year old journal that I kept from the time.
1: Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, it's all in Elvish. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, time to accelerate your studies. <laughs> Also, thank you for your guidance thus far. (laughs) Uh,
0: And they bow and run away from the tail stealer. (laughs) Centaurs, real
1: centaurs, guys. Uh, They're
2: nicer than the last ones I met. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so you guys head uh, south, the star mount, which is also suspected to be the first mountain, um, rises up on your right. Star mount. Yeah. And I know this, obviously. Well, you love the mountain.
4: I love it. Yeah, and you love the first mountain. What a ridiculous thing to be your interested in. Your tree has in.
2: been here for how long? That star mount over there has been here since the beginning of time of the world. Well, maybe my tree's been there that long too, oh, who knows? maybe, <laughs> maybe it has. Oy, I'm sure you know your lord very well. I, uh,
4: it has been, I do. I read it in a book
3: (laughs) You can always trust what you read in books You know what's better than a tree Or a mountain Oh my god St. Cuthbert, You shut
2: your
1: fucking
3: (laughs) mouth Praise be
4: unto him
1: (laughs) Nobody told me I'd be 12 I don't feel as strongly about anything As all of you guys feel about these things
2: Well why don't you find a passion Oberon
1: Take maybe a travel Saint, to
2: the melt, you'll understand.
3: Maybe St. Cuthbert could be a good start. Oh.
4: You know what they say, Oberon, Jack of all trades,
1: master of none. Apparently, I master no obsession. <laughs> uh, so we arrive at the cursed ruins?
0: Uh, yeah, so it uh, raises up uh, onto a hill, and actually what you assumed was uh, just a uh, castle is actually the ruins of a city. Um, a small city. The trees have overgrown a lot of it, um, many of the ceilings have fallen down, but they're like, uh, the stonework, uh, was, you know, upheld by sort of the vines that grew over it. You can see that this was a place inhabited by both elves and dwarves, uh, alike. Uh, the stonework is indicative of the, a mesh of the two styles. Of
2: the, what, what? Of the two styles. The two oh, a meshing of the two styles.
4: Okay. A meshing. Look, a place where elves and dwarves lived in harmony. Looks like it ended out well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, who has two of them? You, uh, Oberon and Darren have two stones? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you uh, come up through the city with the abandoned buildings, like many of them, Uh, are either, like, half walls or, like, only arches or, like, um, just, like, foundations and basements, you uh, feel um, drawn towards a point, um, not actually towards the castle, but towards a a very large, uh, gnarled tree growing out of a building that had a bunch of arched doorways and windows.
4: Do you think these stones call out to each other? Because uh, I'm feeling something of a pool going on here. I am, too. Mm, I don't feel good about it, but we should probably follow it as it yeah. is our only lead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I, uh, yeah, I walk
0: towards... Yeah,
4: we'll go
1: toward it.
0: Okay. We do it. Uh, so <laughs> as you do, um, roll perception. Hey.
2: Who? Just Creflin? Yeah. Uh f-
0: 15. 15? Hey. Okay. Um, so uh, you hear a, a uh, Quietly in the distance. And then you hear a 10 uh, okay. coming <laughs> I'm
2: going to find something to duck behind. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, roll stealth. 25. Kay.
2: I prepare a hand axe in one hand and my maul in the other. Okay.
3: I prepare my axe and shield, ready to face whatever evil heads this
1: way. Pull out my sword, uh, my wooden sword, cast All at right, the, at the ready.
0: and everybody Ooh. roll, gonna, roll for initiative. Can I go initiative. ahead and cast
1: Shield of Faith before we go into initiative?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> Too late. I got my off in time.
2: <laughs> Natural twenty. Ooh.
0: So what does that total come to?
2: Oh, uh... Plus your
0: decks.
2: uh, t- 22.
0: Okay, uh, 29 to 21? Nope. Okay, uh, 20 to 16?
1: 19.
0: Day run? Uh, 15 to 11?
1: 14 for Oberon.
0: Okay, and 10 to 6?
3: 9 for Bankard. Er, yeah, 9 for Bankard.
0: So, um... Thud, 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 thud. And uh scrambling to a halt are three owl bears, owl bears! Oh. And Finally. best
4: monster. Ooh, best monster.
0: <laughs> and a displacer beast.
1: Ooh, huh? second best monster. Do I know what a displacer beast is?
0: I don't know, do you? I don't
1: know. Is that I the, the, thing thing that's got do the I? things? It
0: looks like a it looks like a cat.
1: Wait, like a cat cat or like a... It uh,
0: looks like large. a panther Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, with like whips on the top of it. Panther whips mean, like, gross, like, gross like tentacles. coming out of its back? Oh, tentacles yeah, coming out of its oh. shoulder blades. Oh, gross. It's great. It's a very, very muscly six-legged panther with tentacles with sort of um, teeth on them coming out this of its shoulder this blades. This is going to be
1: great. This is going to be a good time.
0: Yeah,
4: don't, uh, don't let it hit
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Creflin, you're up first. I take my hand axe and I
2: chuck it at the, what do you call it?
0: Displacer beast? Displacer
2: beast. I'm aiming to chuck one of the tentacles off with that throw. Uh,
0: Roll your attack with disadvantage.
2: Ugh. Ah! Uh, Four.
0: So um, you throw it where you think the displacer beast is and it just ends up embedding in the ground. Mm. Uh, Apparently it wasn't there.
2: Is the point, did it, like, disappear or is it still in the same place and I'm just like, what happened?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So then I run at it
2: with my mole. That's okay. what I got it, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm running towards it and take a swing upwards at its face.
0: Okay. Uh, roll your attack with disadvantage.
2: Fuck. That's 13.
0: Uh, that does not hit.
2: So uh, I just look silly then.
0: Not silly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where the fuck are you, you stupid best?
0: So uh Jaren, you are up. Okay, so in
4: my mind, I ducked behind like a fallen pillar
0: or something. Yeah.
4: So I'm gonna pop my head up. Uh, so what is my relative location to these three creatures?
0: Uh, the four creatures?
4: Oh, wait. So there's, there's
0: I... three owl bears and one. Three owl bears. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought
4: there were two. But yes, what is my relative position to these four creatures?
0: So you are about 15 feet from the closest two owl bears. Um, then the uh, next owlbear is about 15 feet. Two of them are next to each other, and then okay. another one, sort of an, uh And apart. then between and those then, two would be the displacer beast? And th- the displacer beast is like between but behind, if that okay. makes sense. Like a bit further, yeah. like about 20 feet from I me.
4: I think I got a good mental picture. All right, so I think I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop up on this pillar, and I'm going to try to... Uh, Make the—I'm going to try to surprise this bear Make the leap and uh, drive my short swords into its back.
0: Sure. Roll your attack.
4: So I've got this first short sword. I've got advantage because it hasn't acted yet. All right, that's a 26. That hits. My sneaky attack. uh, 21 damage.
0: Uh, Did you do your second strike?
4: Uh, Not yet. Okay, go ahead and do your second strike. All right, here comes another one. Another 26.
0: Okay, that still hits.
4: Uh, and that one's six more damage.
0: So the total is 27 damage?
4: Yes. I mean, not bad. It's- <laughs> um, I've already moved, so disengaging doesn't actually do anything?
0: Not not so much if you, you okay. don't have any movement. Yeah,
4: all right. Well, then I guess I'm here. I'm next to this owl bear.
0: <laughs> it is the owlbear's turn. So uh, the first bear is going to uh, attack Daryn. That makes sense. <laughs> As it's just... Uh,
4: Am I like lodged in its back right now or just like...
0: You I didn't call- land on it, so I you just, p- just uh, got- sunk your swords in. It was like... Rah! and then, uh, cause that's the general monster, ow, I'm in pain sound. Yeah. And then, um, It kind
4: of sounded like a hoot mixed with a growl. Sure.
0: I mean, that was what I was going for. And, uh, right, that's what
4: I thought. Yeah, seven out of ten.
0: <laughs> uh, you are in a place, however, that it, it doesn't, it can't really bite at you, so as it tries to reach you, um, on its side, it doesn't really work, uh, and it misses, uh, it's snapping at you. What's your AC? 16. Okay. Uh, but it it does manage to claw you with uh, its arm as it takes a big old swipe across your back. Uh, and you take 11 uh, slashing damage. I will uncannily dodge that to reduce it to 5. Okay. And then, card where are you in this whole thing facing them, um, are you closer to where Daeron was, or are you, um, sort of on the opposite side of the battlefield?
3: I'm, I'm probably still hanging back wherever everyone started out at. Okay. Like, how far away did they stop from us?
0: I mean, they ran basically right up to you, so it's about ten feet away from you at the moment, the closest one. Okay, yeah. And, uh, Oberon, where, where did you end up?
1: Um, well, I was walking up with Daeron, Okay, so...
0: so, uh, you're, like, right in front of the pillar he hid behind?
1: Probably, okay. yeah.
0: Um, so the uh, second owl bear is also going to come up to Darren. You're the closest to it, so.
4: Rogue took point. Bad rogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, and uh, this one is able to uh, get pretty good purchase on your uh, leg Ooh. Uh, uh, with its bite, and <laughs> it does uh, 12. Oh. Uh, piercing damage.
4: That is bracing.
0: And uh, you, uh, it's going to try and slash at you as well. And your AC is 16. Yes. So it misses. It can't bite and slash at the same time. Go figure. Hmm. Uh, your your leg is definitely uh, bleeding. Yeah.
4: This is what I get for coming to the woods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The third owlbear. Uh, bang card you're closest to it. So it's going to come up to you and engage. Okay, Uh, it misses with its bite, and also with it. As it
3: lunges in, I block and turn it away.
0: And then it uh, also reaches out to slash you, and you block it, and then you bring your shield back up, and it just clangs on the front of your shield. Uh, So it is unsuccessful. And then Crethlin, the displacer beast, is going to uh, try and attack you, Ah. uh, since you're right in front of it. And uh, it's going to try and tentacle you.
4: Man, when the DM says, it's going to try to tentacle you, <laughs> no. it's bad news. No.
0: <laughs> so um, it is going to it misses with its first tentacle huh. and smacks you straight uh, in the middle of your chest for the second one, um, doing uh, double the amount of damage. Go on my chest. Uh, so it does 18 damage to you. Uh, now it is Oberon's turn.
1: Okay, uh, so from where I am, is there this is a bit of a stretch, but looking over over uh, the battlefield as it's churned out now, is there a way for me to run around, like maybe vault over some like ruins or something to get there uh, so that I may position myself um, in a way that if I were to cast a spell with a 10-foot uh a 10 foot radius. Okay. Um, uh, that I could affect, affect, uh, the things we're fighting and not uh, my friends. Cause this is not one that this, the spell I'm thinking of is not one that I can cast, uh, and pick targets.
0: You can get two of the owl bears, uh, You might be able to get all three Owlbears. You won't be able to get the Displacer Beast without hitting Krethlin.
1: Assuming I don't actually care about Krethlin, is there a way for me to get all of them? (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Krethlin. No, No, sorry.
0: You can either get two of the Owlbears and the Displacer Beast, or you can get all three Owlbears.
1: I'll do two of the Owlbears and the Displacer Beast. Okay. Putting Krethlin in danger. Well, thanks, lad. <laughs> um, so I, I, I run around the battlefield um, and I shout, uh, "Are the are the two Elvers I'm going to get the ones that are fighting uh, Darren." Yes. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go. Hang in there, Darren. I got your back. Uh, to toss him an inspiration die. Uh, it's a D8, and then I'm going to move into position and jump up in the air and slam my fist down into the ground as I take a knee uh, to cast uh, Earth Tremor. Okay. Which uh, will be a uh, Dexterity save for. Um, Everyone uh, affected. So the two owl bears, the displacer beast, and Krethlin.
0: Okay. Uh what's the save?
1: Uh dexterity at uh fifteen DC. Okay. You're gonna have to roll you, that. Do you just do it? Yeah, I do. Oh. It. yeah, yeah, so but you I get advantage it. against it, that's why I'm gonna yeah, okay, like, it's okay. Okay. Uh soul eighteen. Eighteen Crethlin okay. is unaffected.
0: Okay. Uh both owl bears are sure footed. Um, but the displacer beast takes damage.
1: All right, is uh, it the, half damage for it,
0: Earth Tremor if you make the save?
1: Um, on a failed save, a creature takes 1d6 bloating damage and is knocked prone. If the ground of that area is loose stone or earth, uh, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Okay. So no damage to the ones that saved. Okay. That's three damage to the displacer beast. Uh,
0: So uh, as you uh, run up and uh, slam your fist into the ground, uh, a low rumble uh, starts well below the earth and uh, comes up meeting your fist at a point, and then uh, as it shakes, uh, the entire earth moves around it. Um, Kretlin, you're accustomed to earthquakes. <laughs> they happen in the mountains. That's true. Um, and uh, the owl bears are just stocky folk, uh, hmm. and they're very sure-footed. The displacer beast, uh, while attempting to be two places at once, ends up uh, not sure-footed. Uh, the the earth spikes up around it, and it uh, falls prone. Uh card. Yes uh, uh, It is your turn
3: Awesome First I'm going to Cast Shield of Faith On Darren. Okay.
4: Ooh Nice What does that do?
3: Uh You get Plus two bonus AC For the duration Many thanks St. Cuthbert protects you Oh wait I don't have to roll for that What am I yeah. doing? Okay well there goes My good roll for this round yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then I'm gonna Smack the shit Out of an bear.
4: Okay w- Which
3: one? The, one, the that's one that's attacking him. me. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> He's got an there in his face. Oh, that is correct.
3: 15, 21.
0: Uh, 21 hits.
3: For 10 damage. Okay. And then my second attack. Oh, wow, 22.
0: Uh, that hits. For another 10 damage. Nice. Ooh. So you raise your ax up and bring it down, slicing across its uh, uh, where the, the fur turns to feathers. Uh, Losing a few feathers in the process. (laughs) And uh, it tries to bite at you, um, but you bash it in the face with your shield and do another uh, upward slice this time, uh, making a nice little X uh, right where, uh, right on the side of its body.
3: It's like my signature, uh, whatever.
0: And it, uh, (laughs) you know, cries out in pain.
3: (laughs) Forgive me, beast, but you leave me no choice.
0: Um, okay. Creflin.
2: Uh, so the thing, like, hit me in the chest really hard with this tentacle, and then, like, this ground, like, starts crumbling all around me, and so I kind of, like, I'm still sure-footed, but I'm stepping backward and grasping my chest, and then I look down and see that he's, um, made some marks in the the Celtic knot on my armor. And I look down, and I look at this prone beast in front of me and go, You f- Fucking fuck, this armor belonged to my grandfather. <laughs> and I fly into a raid. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> oh,
4: shit. Well, do we many? have, Do we have like, a, like, a, one of those, like, party no-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like, like <everybody laughs> explosion. Grethlin goes into raid! <laughs> <laughs> Air horns!
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I raise my mall above my head and kind of, like, do, like, one of those- you know, like at the beginning of uh, Ninja Warrior, there's those weird things that you kind of bounce off of. Yeah. Like the ground kind of does that right up to the the um, displacer beast, and I bounce off one, and I bounce off the other, and I like raise my maul to hit right directly in the face. Okay. Um. So how do I roll that? Because it's an advantage for strength i I'm raging, but it's at a disadvantage because of Uh
0: No, he was hit by the magic attack. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, he is no longer... Um,
1: also, eight. does the rage give him advantage on attacks or just strength checks?
0: Well, it's prone, so it doesn't matter. Right, you right. Either uh, way, you would get advantage. But just so you know, sure. it's,
1: it's strength checks, not attacks. A re- uh, reckless attack is how you get advantage on attacks. Right, that's right. Yeah. But either way I, I can do that it. too, could I? but I proned it for you, so it's
2: already right. so it's fine. I'll just fucking attack it.
0: Sure. Hey
2: So that's uh, twenty five. Uh that hits? Rock and roll.
0: Rock and Roll <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um that is eleven Bludgeon. Right, right Bludgeoning fat damage face.
0: Uh so you uh bounce, bounce, bounce. You know, getting mm-hmm. some momentum and you just bring your maul like Boom, you bash in the face, and it's, uh, it hisses at you in a rage. <laughs> and, uh, swats at you with its tentacle, but it doesn't have good aim, because you're all sideways. Right, right. Um.
2: And I, uh, yeah. I slap his tentacle away, and I raise my maul again, and I hit it in the fucking face.
0: All right, roll your attack again. Uh, with man. advantage.
2: And I say, uh, this is the seal of the Paratentelling clan, and you'll remember it well. Ah! And they're both Jews. So ten.
0: <laughs> so uh, it's able to uh, bring up one of its many legs um, right in front of its face uh, and is able to block your maul from coming down and hitting it again. Uh, it uh, snarls at you. A...
2: Right back at.
0: You. <laughs> okay, uh, Darren.
4: So I'm gonna use my power of situational awareness. Uh, to take a look around. Um, I see that uh, Bankard is alone against one owlbear and I'm alone against two bears. <laughs> and so I think maybe I'll go hang out with the guy with the armor. <laughs> uh, so I will use my cunning action to disengage from these two owlbears. Sure. Then I will move away from them and I will instead focus my swords uh into the Albear that Bankard is fighting
0: okay
1: and he doesn't have to pass over my difficult terrain to do so correct uh, he,
0: well. he can go around there. I
1: wasn't because I, I wasn't in the radius anymore. right right I was just I didn't know if you had to cut through it to get to Bankard.
0: Uh no the battlefield's only like 20 25 cool. feet so he can go around.
4: So I'm gonna go for where I think the like under where I think this creature's rib cage is mm-hmm. I don't know too much about Albert vitals. But there's a 22 uh, to hit. Uh, that hits. Let's get sneaky. And that would be 21 damage.
0: Okay, what? Okay, cool. Uh, Damn.
4: Uh, right, and I have a bonus. Mm, wait, if I already used You already cunning... used your
0: cunning action, that's your bonus.
4: Okay, so that counts as a bonus action. Yep. Okay, no second strike it is.
0: So it is the uh, owl bear's turn. Hmm. Um, they turn around.
1: <laughs> to the sound of the cacophonous earthquake.
0: Uh, and see that the closest thing to them is a maroon, jerkin'ed uh, <laughs> dude kneeling on the ground. Uh, and uh, they growl. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, uh, readying their attack. And uh, that is where we will end for the day. Oh, no! Oh, oh. You're about to die. Smarter than your
4: average owlbear. bear. <laughs> yeah.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and & Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.